everybody. What's up? And welcome back to Inside College Admissions, a podcast presented by SCORE. This episode is a super fun one for the winter. We're going to be talking about six ways to make the most of your winter break. If you heard our summer episode, How to Make the Most of Your Summer, this is our winter edition. And that means that our super special guest is back, my sister, Andrea. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, the demands for me to come back for another episode have just been unbelievable. I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) So for those of you who haven't heard our How to Make the Most of Your Summer episode, which is honestly epically legendary. Honestly, if you haven't heard about it yet, I highly recommend jumping on the bandwagon because it's got people (laughs) talking for sure. So Andrea is my sister and she just graduated from UConn and Villanova. So she studied allied health sciences and Spanish at UConn and then just got her nursing degree at Villanova. Yeah. So now I've been working as a cardiac nurse for the past two months and I'm so excited to dive back in on what we used to do on our winter breaks. Yeah. Before you were a cardiac nurse, we were literally bored in the house and I'm in the house bored. That was what we were. But then nurse, I was in the trenches. (laughs) In the trenches. We were with each other at our worst. One hundred percent. So we went through the labor of coming up with things to do during a winter break so we could share it with you listeners. We went back. I mean, we did that for how to make the most of your summer. And it wasn't as cold and dark as the winters were, like the winters in New Jersey. I mean, we had to get so creative with how to make the most of our winter. So Elena, take it away. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like over winter break, there's a multitude of moods. One is chilly. That's the first one that just goes over everything. Secondarily to that, there were some days over the winter break where I'd be like, yes, I'm so productive. I'm going to get stuff done. And then other days where I was like, honestly, I've done so much schoolwork and quote productive stuff over the last few months at school. I just want to relax. So we're going to break up these six ways to make the most of your winter break into these two moods. School productive, which is like being a boss, getting things done for school or the future and self-productive, which is recharging and making sure that your cup is filled before the new year, like taking care of yourself. So Drea, I don't know about you. I say we start off with the self-productive ways to make the most of your winter break. What do you think? I definitely think that's the most fun option. And it's the one I'm currently in right now, getting back into reading and things like that. So I'm excited for this topic. Oh yeah. So the first way is actually related to that. Might be an obvious, but I'd say underrated one. It's a classic. It's the three P classic. Reading a book, watching TV, hanging out with friends. Boom, boom, boom. That's the classic ways. And if it's not broke, don't fix it. I mean, don't fix it. Easiest, simplest ways to make the most of your winter break. And I mean, reading used to not be the most fun thing, right? Elena, you used to have to force me to do my summer reading. I did. And mom would make you host a reading party in which we had chips, maybe some guacamole. Mom tried really hard to get me to do my summer reading and I hated it, but reading is back and it's back. I'm happy to say I'm, I've read more than one book this year. (laughs) No, reading is back. I was a big reader in middle school, dropped off in high school, much to my chagrin, but 
reading is back. It's cool again. Major win for people like me. Okay. With book talk, all the recommendations flowing in. There's just a lot to read. And you know, the thing that makes me want to read the most is, and this is the same with what makes me want to watch a lot of TV shows is everyone's talking about it. And I just have to know why. Yep. I just got to know. And I mean, especially in the winter, I mean, picture this, it's cozy. Maybe it's cold out, but you're by the fireplace, you got some fuzzy blankets on, you got a book in your hands, maybe some hot cocoa. Oh, it's a good day when it's a good day when your day fits a description like that. I I mean, mean, that's self-care at its finest. At its finest, Andrea, you are absolutely correct. I want to know what everyone's talking about. I want to join in the conversation. I'm going to read. I just finally read The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. After a whole summer, last summer and the one before of everyone talking about it, I didn't know. So I jumped on the train. Now I know what's up and it was worth it. So worth it. And I'm going to one-up you on that. Oh, I'm going to raise you. I've never read Harry Potter. Oh, I think now winter break is going to be my time to do that. Everyone's been talking about it for years. I haven't read a book. I haven't seen a movie, but I'm ready now to see what (laughs) everyone's talking about. Who's Harry Potter? Who's Ron Weasley? I want in. Who are these people? Yep. Yes. Yep. So that's suggestion number one read a book, watch TV, hang out with friends. Maybe you haven't had the chance to hang out with your friends over this past year. I know it's been busy. Make a couple plans. See your friends. Maybe if they live a couple towns away or haven't seen them in a while, take a little chance. Have a little PowerPoint night. Those have been big with me and my friends. We have our our PowerPoint night where everyone gets a topic. Sometimes it's about each other. PowerPoint nights were the best because you didn't have to leave your house. And Elena, we grew up in New Jersey where it was bitter, bitter cold. Yes. People use the term brick. I've learned that recently. Oh, brick. Yeah. Because the same way a brick is dense and heavy, and that's (laughs) all it is, was how cold it is in New Jersey in the winter. (laughs) And this put a strain on some of my friends' hangouts because most times I was too cold to even walk to my car. Yeah. And they were too. So we would just have a little PowerPoint night, maybe a Jackbox night. You know Jackbox? Oh, yeah. I know Jackbox. I know Jackbox well. It's like Kahoot. And who doesn't love Kahoot in school? It's like Kahoot, but you don't need your teacher there to make one. Jackbox, it's a game. And kind of same concept where your phone is your remote and you can play with your friends over Zoom. You don't have to leave the house. You don't have to leave the house. That's the best, especially like maybe your friends live far away. Maybe someone moved. Throw on a FaceTime, throw on a Zoom, and you could do a PowerPoint night or a Jackbox. Bam. Exactly. I mean, but there is always that one friend that's like, hey, I know it's eight degrees outside, but want to go for a hike or something? Hey, I know that friend. (laughs) I'm talking about one friend in specific that we have. (laughs) But- most times my answer is no way I'm not going outside. It's too cold. However, the one and only reason I will go outside in the winter is to sled. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. I'm glad. Yep. I'm glad you knew because I want it to be known. <laughs> you bought that one sled at five below in high school and that thing's lasted. 
all reliable all reliable i got green lightning that's that green sled we found on the on the old slopes on some the, someone left behind a sled my sled they couldn't handle it i guess they couldn't handle the heat the heat in the winter you know what and i'm saying some of you out there might be listening to this and say sledding i haven't gone sledding since i was a kid well you should you try it try it and then come back it's just unparalleled joy going down a hill at such a high speed, absolutely no brakes. And you know, you can't hurt yourself that bad because you're in a big ski jacket, maybe some ski pants. Like you're right. Fine. You're in yeah, one big band-aid. Literally you're in, you're in an inflatable suit. You'll be fine. And it's fun and invigorating. And you will feel that unparalleled childlike joy. Just to anyone listening, if you get nothing else from this podcast, tap into that unparalleled joy, buy yourself a sled. Yes. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Let's reel it in. Sorry. I get reel on it the in. box when I talk about sleds. I'm I know you do. I know you do. All right. Another way you can make the most of your winter break, speaking of being inside, is if you're inside, you might be inside your room. You can redecorate your room. I know I spent a lot of time in my room winter break and I did a lot of quote redecorating. And this is I feel like a very topical subject to bring up because if you were like me as a kid you wanted a green room and oh. now you're in high school you're on winter break you have all these days to think about why did you want a green room <laughs> it's the perfect time to just change it up maybe paint the walls beige maybe go with something neutral oh oh see you're going reverse see i thought you were saying give your inner child that joy of having a green room. You're saying you already have the green room. Paint that thing beige. Y- yes. I'm saying yeah. I already have the green room. I don't want it anymore. I want to make it change <laughs> for the better. And that starts with cleaning up my room and making it a bit more adult-like. Yeah, I hear that. I'd say it goes either way. If you have always wanted maybe consult the other people who live in your house first, if, if you could do that. But if you've always wanted that purple room, paint that room purple. you've got a whole week of winter break. If you've, if you already have that and you want it a little changed, go with a nice beige, neutral beige. My room's beige right now. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. I mean, at the end of the day, your room is your space. So if it's stuck in your childhood and you might, and you don't want that anymore, because I know yeah. a lot of people have that issue maybe just go to tj maxx or target get a bed in a bag change the comforter or just yeah. add some throw pillows take away some throw pillows I don't yeah know. no that's good advice and like maybe you don't want to invest in a throw pillow or like go to target or whatever we used to just move the things that were in our room around yes like literally putting something in the top right corner instead of the bottom left corner and it made it feel really different so take a chance make a change break away and going off of that kelly clarkson (laughs) reference if i may i do have to warn the audience though when you go to redecorate your room it is inevitable that you will enter your closet and you will find old relics and you will get way off track looking at your middle school yearbook and looking at how different everyone looks now that you're in high school, <laughs> you'll find your old journal where yep. if you were like me, you said, when you grow up, you want to be like, that's so Raven. Yeah. 
I feel yes. like time I try to redecorate my room, I make a big mess out of all my old things that I was just going <laughs> to And I come out sort of in a costume of like <laughs> my old soccer participation medal and a mask that I wore to a masquerade dance in eighth grade. Like it's just, that is so true. <laughs> that literally happens every time you find the ancient relics. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm saying that's really fun. Put on the costume, gather up the items, but I'm just saying it's inevitable. <laughs> I'm, don't say I didn't warn you is all <laughs> I'm saying. Now I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah good way to redecorate for the new year get those good vibes going get a new energy flowing speaking of energy i'm moving right into the third way to make the most of your winter break and that's going to sleep that's going night night catching up on sleep is so important yep and i used to love to stay up till 3 p.m sorry 3 a.m and wake up again at 3 p.m yep i'm now finding nothing brings me greater joy than going to bed at 9 p.m and waking up at, I'll say at 7.30, you oh. I have off, and having a full day where the sun is out. I mean, did yeah. you ever get that in high school? No, no. You and I, we said this in the in our How to Make the Most of Your Summer episode. We would be on that 3 to 3 schedule. Stay up till 3 a.m., go to bed at 3 p.m., and repeat. And then friends would be texting us, and they'd be like, hey, you want to go sledding? And we'd be like, actually, I just woke up. And I've seen your text now. It's 5 p.m. It's dark. I don't remember seeing sunlight much winter break. <laughs> and my word to the wise is it gets darker quicker. So maybe go to sleep earlier and wake up earlier so you get some sunlight in your life. Yeah, very nice. If you, yeah, my advice would be don't, I mean, you could do the three to three schedule because it's fun, but like maybe just try out going to bed earlier, waking up earlier, and then you still get the same amount of sleep, but you get more fun in the daytime. Right. Yep. But either way, catch up on sleep. It's invaluable. And it's really going to put you in like a, a good mindset going into the new year. I feel like it might sound lazy to just spend a whole day sleeping, but that's self-productive. That's not being lazy. Yeah, absolutely. That it really is like literally investing in your next day. Like by, by sleeping. So I fully, fully agree. Okay. So once you've made sure that your cup is filled, you might be like, all right, there are some school productive things that I want to get done or some things that are like related to future plans that you want to tackle over break. You know, in our other episode together, how to make the most of your summer, we talked about internships and like summer jobs and programs and how those could be a really good way to spend your time in the summer. But winter is actually the time to apply to a lot of them. That's so true. I mean, a lot of these summer programs open their applications in the winter. So sometimes you think now that it's summer, I need to find a summer job, but the best way to do that is in the winter, secure your job for the summer or internship or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, not ideal. Hey, I'd love for it to start open in the summer, but there were some times where I would find like the thing that I wanted to do actually the applications either opened or closed in the winter. So it's worth checking out. It's worth taking a little time to check out. There was a lot of times I feel like I would find an opportunity for me. It was at the hospital because that's what I was interested in. Mm -hmm. I'd say, this is the coolest internship. I, I need to apply. And it would say application closed February. 
And now yes. it's May and I was finally thinking about my summer job. So try to plan ahead over winter break, even if it's just thinking about how you want to spend your summer and kind of narrowing it down. But applying and having it secure is the best way to go. Yeah, definitely. And Drea, you volunteered at the hospital. They often allow shadowing for high school students, law offices, museums, publishing firms, like a lot of places offer either shadowing or internships for high school students. So like Drea said, check it out. Even if you don't apply to anything right away, at least you get a chance to see, you know, what's out there and see maybe what you want to do. Another thing that also has some due dates in the winter or that open in the winter are scholarships. And that's our fifth way to make the most of your winter break. That is such a good tip because scholarships, I remember being so overwhelming. You can find a scholarship for pretty much anything, which Mm -hmm. is great, but it's kind of like getting sucked into a YouTube wormhole. Yeah. (laughs) Where you're looking at all these scholarships and suddenly you're just it's just never ending and it can be so overwhelming and can make your head spin. So, I mean, do you have any tips for how to navigate that? Cause it was so stressful. It, it really, really was. And I felt that same way too, like all this free money around me and I had no idea how to start. So I actually do have like a master tip for it. Wait, no way. No way. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. So this is my recommendation. If you're wanting to look for scholarships one day in your winter break, My recommendation is play four of your favorite songs or focus songs, if you're like me and you're going to dance to your favorite songs. And in that time, go on a website like Going Mary or Scholly and gather as many scholarships that you qualify for in that time. And by the time the fourth song is over, you'll have a really nice list of places to start. I wish the listeners could see me right now because my head is in my hands with my (laughs) mind blown. I mean... How was there such an easy way this whole time? Instead, I used to open 50 tabs at a time. And by the time I opened the 50th, I was so sick of looking for scholarships that I would just X out. Yeah. And it was a constant process. And then maybe the next time I'd go on and start a hundred word essay or whatever, but never finish it. It was just too overwhelming. Yes. Yeah. No, I totally agree. And like, what I love about this method is You're listening to music, which makes anything more fun. And it gives you a time limit. So instead of being like, oh my gosh, like an entire day of winter break is going to be gone looking for scholarships, you can still get a lot done in a short amount of time and have the rest of the day to do whatever you want. So definitely highly recommend. We also have a blog post on the SCORE blog with scholarships for students, especially for students in marginalized communities. So feel free to check that out as well. It's it's a really robust resource. And honestly, let's say that like you do find a good list of scholarships this way with the four songs, play another four songs or even five if you want more time and start getting the documents that you need to apply, like transcripts, recommendation letters, whatever. And before you know it, by doing it in chunks like this, the whole thing will be done and you'll have applied to all your scholarships. That's just such a good way to do it because you need to tackle it in chunks. Mm -hmm. I used to try to set a whole day aside to just say, I'm just going to look at scholarships, but that is so hard because there's just so many. There's kind of no end. Like a wormhole, you need to set limits for yourself. So this is such a great tip. I really wish I knew it. It Um, applies to anything like pro tip that applies to really anything that you're trying to get done. I know I'm sometimes the type of person who will be like, oh, I have this 15 minute task on my to-do list. And then I just leave it there. 
because I, I just do. And then once I actually sit down to do it, I realize like, whoa, that was 15 minutes. Like that was it. I could have had this done this whole time. So that's my pro tip. I'll leave you guys with that. That is such a good tip. <laughs> I mean, and going off like playing music and stuff. I don't know. It just kind of got me thinking of like music always passes the time when you're in the car too. Uh-huh. Winter break is the perfect time to maybe go on a little road trip. Whether you want to explore a cute, fun town that has shippy shops and knickknacks, like your <laughs> pastime is, you could also, in a productive way, visit a college. Oh, yeah. Drea, like, I'm going to say that's our sixth way to make the most of your winter break is doing a little college road trip. I think that is the perfect sixth thing to make right? the most of your winter break. So, like, if you can drive, get your friends together, do a little road trip for a college visit. Literally, whether the college is like, we're talking 15 minutes away, it's two hours away. I feel like this is really fun to do over winter break. I mean, again, we're talking a lot about unparalleled joy here. Right. Nothing brings me more joy than staying in a hotel. Even if it's a hotel directly next to my house, that's fine. (laughs) I just like being in one. So, hey, if you can, maybe stay the night and check out college town. Oh, heck yeah. If you're getting like an older sibling involved, you're getting like family involved, get that hotel. Even if you can't like, and it's just like a quick one day thing, do it. And if you can't drive, maybe you have an older sibling or someone who wants to drive you to these road trips and maybe you plan one every week and the sibling has to drive you every week and you say, please yep. can you drive me to this road trip again. Yep. And- yep. That's sounding like what we did, Dre. That's sounding like when I was that older sister, right? I am talking about that. Yep. 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 But I always got you a fun treat for the road. You did. And, and honestly, let me just throw out there. If you guys are doing a road trip, you got to get a fun treat for the road. You got to get a fun treat for the road, a small beverage for the road, some a nice coffee, a, a croissant. I, I don't know, a small treat I mean, beverage. Really a road trip without a fun treat is just a long, boring drive. Right, but right. For a real deal road trip, you either need an RV, which would be so epic, but a lot <laughs> of people don't have those. So a little cookie from Starbucks or your favorite cafe, that's good too. That makes it That's good too. That's good too. Listen, if it was a movie, RV it up. If you maybe don't, get a little cookie. Oh, like a small little cookie. Get those road trip vibes, camping vibes. Camping vibes. And like to make it even more fun, like the people who you're bringing with you, your friends, someone could be in charge of the playlist. Someone's in charge of bringing snacks. Someone else is in charge of the jokes, bringing, bringing a little funny joke or two. I won't say which role I played in these road trips, but I'll just mention that you drove. So we'll mention that. We'll mention that. I'm going to say I'm like a thousand percent. If I wasn't the driver, I'm the playlist maker or the joke bringer. Cause I like to just, you know, sit there. I really enjoyed the sitting element and the lack <laughs> of responsibility that came with being the jokester. <laughs> but it is hard being a stay-at-home comedian sometimes. It is. It absolutely is being, it's it's very hard being a road trip comedian. I, f- I feel that. Noble work. It is noble work. <laughs> so yeah, you know, listen, you got a day, schedule a college visit, check online ahead of time. See if you can, you know, schedule if they're offering tours. If not, w- worst case, quote unquote, you just drive around the campus and that's very, very fun. 
Exactly. And I mean, in all seriousness, you have these days to check out the college town that you might be living in, the mm-hmm. campus itself. You might even want to try to think of what you want to major in, in general, you know, True. on the trip. Um, so winter break is the perfect time to kind of start thinking about college and maybe in the most fun way you can. Yeah, I feel like that's the key. It also helps make it a little less stressful, especially if you bring friends or or family, anyone on the road trip. It's not just you. Like it's not all falling on you and you can kind of make it more fun that that exploration part. Exactly. So those were our six ways to make the most of the winter break, but I have a bonus one. I would say the last way to make the most of your winter break is maybe take a moment, set like a new year's resolution or two. I love a good new year's resolution. I do. All right. It's cheesy. I don't care. I love it. (laughs) I was going to say new year's resolution, but I was trying to make one of those. And by February, you know, maybe I fall off. Maybe I don't stick to it the whole year. So I don't know. What do you think? How can I stick to it this year? I feel like making it like a new year's because I feel that way too. Like new year's resolution almost like every time it gets a little broken. So I say like new year's manifestation or something, or even just like a new year's vibe. What are you going to be bringing into the new year that you want to guide you through this new year? And it could be like, start organizing my schoolwork, focus on being kind to myself. It can literally be anything, but something that I'll just kind of set the intention for the new year. I like it. So maybe like a new year's blanket statement. Yeah. Yes. You can't break a blanket statement because you can't break a blanket. They're soft. So they're soft and cuddly. So definitely can't break that. So I really like that though, because I feel like if you try to find this niche thing that you want to change, it might be hard. You got a lot of things on your plate, adding a new year's resolution to it might not be so effective, but maybe just a blanket statement. I could stick with a blanket statement all year. I could stick with a blanket statement, wrap it up around me, cozy all year. year. So that's our six ways to make the most of your winter break. Drea, another epically legendary episode. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Seriously, again, for having me. I think these tips are really helpful. And I hope even though we're laughing and joking, in all seriousness, we hope that, you know, this helps you navigate what the heck to do with all these days off in high school and how you can be productive for yourself and for your future self. Yes, 1000%. For more tips, follow us on Instagram at score Inc at S-C-O-I-R-I-N-C and stay tuned for even more podcast episodes. Thanks, Drea. Bye.